Microsoft buys Nokia, curved TV screens are here today, Optus has new low-cost, very interesting plans, and Dick Smith launches mobile, plus your calls, all thanks to Garmin on Your Tech Life. Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you wherever you are right across Australia. 1-800-157-157 is my number. This is episode 204 of Your Tech Life, the show where I bring you the latest in technology, plus I talk to you about your technology. So if you've got a question about technology and you want my help or you want to have a chat about it, just go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or you can send an email um, via the website. And you can call 1-800-157-157. It's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Plus, tonight, lots to talk about. Microsoft has bought Nokia. What does it mean? And how much money did that cost? This is not something you can do on a plan. Optus has a new $35 My Plan, which gives you that uh, basically avoiding bill shock. Very cool. Uh, Samsung and LG have curved TV screens in the market today. Well, LG's very soon, but Samsung now at the Experience Store. And Dick Smith have launched some mobile plans as well, so lots to talk about in the mobile world. Um, a couple of calls tonight. Interesting. Um, I'm surprised by the topic, but uh, we'll get to them shortly. Uh, and the most important thing is if you've got a question or a problem or you want to have a chat about anything technology, just go to the website, yourtechlife.com. Or call, call me on 1-800-157-157. And you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long, one word, Trevor Long, uh, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long if you've not done that before. And... Um, any Anything you want to talk about in technology, that's what I'm here for. Happy to help. Um, anything about technology, all here, all ears for you on Your Tech Life. Have you got a spare $7 billion? Uh, now, I don't think that when Microsoft chooses to buy Nokia, they go to, well, in their case, AT&T or Verizon, in our case, Telstra Optus, and they say, can I sign up for a plan? Or can I pay it off over two years? Microsoft have bought Nokia's phone business uh, and the license to its patents for 5.44 billion euros, about $8 billion. Uh, and this is, <clears throat> this is them moving into mobile device manufacturing. And interestingly, the CEO of Nokia... A former Microsoft employee, Stephen Illop, the guy who stood and said that we had a burning platform, we had to change radically. We, you know, they, they radically changed the business. They moved away from where they were. They moved into the Windows Phone space. They had to purge a lot of staff. Big changes. Um, has stepped down as CEO of Nokia. And the chairman of Nokia has stepped in as interim CEO. And the rumors are that the Nokia, current Nokia chief, or was, was as of yesterday, uh, Stephen Elop may be the man to replace Steve Barmer as Microsoft CEO, who is leaving sometime in the next 12 months. So it's been a big week for Microsoft. Now, Nokia doesn't cease to exist. It's still a, a big company that um, that does a lot of other things in, in telecommunications, and they'll focus on that. But the mobile phone side of the business, tens of thousands of employees and the like, and the actual manufacturing of phones will become Microsoft's. 
Now, they'll have, a, I believe, a license to use the Nokia name on phones for uh, many, many years, a decade or so. Um, so you're not likely to see a Microsoft phone. They'll still make Nokia phones, just like Google is now making Motorola phones. Now, Google acquired Motorola for $12 billion. So Microsoft have paid a lot less for arguably, I think, a better company, but that's that's all I know. Um, I think this is a really interesting step. The 32,000 staff have to transfer over to Microsoft. Um, it's, it's a big deal. This is huge. Uh, and what it means for the future is really unknown. What it certainly means is that Nokia phones are not going to run Android anytime soon, which would have been the smartest thing that company could do. Because Android is going to dominate. It is dominating. And those are really nice phones that Nokia are making. Really nice. But if you made them with the option of Windows or Android, you might sell a few more. So, I I think this might be the death of the Nokia phone. I don't think it's going to mean they're going to be able to come back at any point soon and dominate. Um, unless Android goes pear-shaped and Windows picks up, which I don't think anyone foresees happening. It's going to be tough. But what it does do is give Microsoft a bit more control over their their end-to-end customer experience. And this is something that Apple has had for a very, very long time. And it's proven that it works. So could it be valuable? I think so. I think there's definite value for Microsoft as a company. But will it let them dominate? Will it let them get market share? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, Nokia make great phones. And, uh, you know, Stephen Fennick and I have talked about it on Two Blokes Talking Tech a lot. Uh, we, we think they make great phones. And we did hold great hope for Nokia's new Microsoft direction. But it hasn't panned out. People aren't buying them. Samsung has the upper hand in terms of marketing. It's as simple as that. Uh, and Microsoft's going to have to do something amazing and radical to win that back. And it may involve spending a bucket load of money on marketing, as Samsung has done. So don't write them off. But um, don't hold out a bunch of hope either. They're not going to die, but I don't think they'll dominate. So big changes, big stuff at Microsoft. This is huge news, Uh, and it will be very interesting to see what the future holds. And most importantly, it'll be interesting to see um, what Stephen Elop's future is. Excuse me. It's it's interesting because Nokia has lost more than five billion euros in the nine quarters um, uh, that that Elop's comeback bid's been going. So um, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty big deal. They've lost a lot of money, and uh, Elop hasn't made a difference in that. So you see the right man to head up Microsoft? I'm not sure. I, don't, I just don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, if that is the case, so be it. But uh, stay tuned for a lot more on uh, Nokia and Microsoft in coming days and weeks. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening, yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch, or you can call 1-800-157-157. Questions about technology, problem with technology, doesn't matter what it is, uh, just go to the website, send me an email, I'll get you on the show, Your Tech Life. Uh, let's go back to the phones. G'day, Tony. Yeah, how you going, mate? Good, Tony. What can I do for you, mate? Um, I just wanted to ask, I bought the new Samsung Galaxy 4, mm-hmm. and it didn't come with much uh, paperwork. There was not much of a manual or anything. Pretty light on there. I'm I'm looking at the box for uh, the S4 Active, which is one of the uh, slightly slight variant, which is waterproof. And I'm just I'm just um, looking through it now. They've, they've got the the bag that you can send in your old phone to recycle it. There's a very very small quick start guide. And is this in every language? No, no. It's uh, what do we got? 
34 pages, uh, probably 10 of which are very, very mindless kind of how to not break it. But there's not a lot of actual yeah. how to use it, is there? Yeah, no, no. It's very uh, very minimal. And I'm, uh, I'm not a really good technical kind of guy. Well, you know the best thing about smartphones is you can't really break them, right? So well, other what, than yeah. physically dropping it and smashing it, they're very hard to break. Yeah. I said um, I said recently to to a group of people, the 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 most um, the biggest thing you can do wrong with that phone is actually change the language, the settings in the language, so that everything appears in another language, all the text and all the all the menus. That's the worst thing you can do because then it's very hard to get it back to English unless you know what it all means. So, to be honest, Tony, my recommendation is. Trial and error, muck around, but but let's start with the basics for for a couple of minutes. We don't want to spend all night. But what what are you, what is it, what do you feel you just can't do that you sh- you think you should be able to do? All right, well uh, the search history for the Google, um, um, there, there there's a few other things, but there's just so what do you want to be able to, you want to be able to view your search history. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get rid of it, actually. I'm worried about what you're up to, Tony. Now, what are you yeah, <laughs> What are you using uh, to browse the internet? Are you using Google Chrome or using the internet? Uh, no, just, a, just a normal Google. Uh, yes, but so on the, on the phone itself, are you clicking on the button that says Internet or are you clicking on the button that says Chrome? Internet. Okay, so there, there will be a setting in there. To, to get rid of it. Now, I don't have an Android phone on me, but um, I think what you probably need to do is... I'm just looking through mine now, working out whether maybe... I think what you should do is... Um, you know the little little icon on the screen that looks like the old Channel 9 logo? It's kind of nine dots, and you press it, and it brings up all the apps. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, sure. So have a look through your apps and see whether you've got Google Chrome. Now, yeah, I, Go- I do, Google- but I don't use it. So you should use it. The reason I is okay. when when you're in Google yeah. Chrome, all you've got to do is press the menu button, which is uh, the button down the bottom left-hand side of the, the whole device. It's there all the time. And there, there'll be a menu in the settings that says, that, sorry, there'll be a menu that comes up while you're in Google Chrome that says settings. And if you then okay. go into privacy, you can click the button that says clear browsing history. And uh, and it's as easy as that, mate. So I reckon use Google Chrome as your default browser as as often as you can, and then when you're in Google Chrome, press the menu button on the phone, and then just go to Settings, Privacy, and delete the history. Now the problem is that's a really specific question, as you say, and and I mean they would never cover that in a manual. Do you know what I mean? No. But here's the great thing: Google is your friend, because you can the, the the best advice I can give anyone is while you're on your computer. So you don't you could be on your smartphone, but certainly while you're on your computer, you could research something like like that by asking Google a very clear question. So don't type in Google browsing history clear. Actually, type what you would say to to me, for example. So on my Android phone, how do I clear my browsing history? If you ask it a really verbose question, you're more likely to get an actual answer. From somewhere on the internet. Oh right! Yeah. So actually, type that into the, into the Google. Yeah, and actually search the internet for your answer. All right. 
All right, I'll give it a crack. You, you'll be oh, amazed. Yeah, I've, I've got... Sorry to interrupt you, but I've got one more that's been bugging me. Yeah, hit me. All right, um, you know the blue ant? The which? The blue ant, the headpiece. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah your, 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 your wireless hands-free, yep. Yeah, that's it. Okay, now, um, receiving calls is no problem, but how do you make calls with your voice? As in, prompt it, so you say, call Trevor Long now or something, you mean? Tell yeah, it what exactly, you want to do. Because I spend a lot of time driving, hmm. and I can't, uh, you know, sit there pressing the numbers. Yeah. So, is there a? So, there's a couple of things. I don't trust voice commands. To be honest, they never work. I've, I, honestly, I've never got them working on any phone. Um, it either rings oh, the wrong good. person it's not or just me. Nah, it's not just you, champ. Don't. Worry. Oh, but oh, have you good. got it? So, is there a button on the blue ant that you can press that will make it listen to you essentially? Yeah. And there's, uh, hmm. It's on the side. Yeah, there is a button that does that. And then so you, it asks you. It actually asks you. What do you want what, to do? Uh, what to do. Yes. Yeah, but you've got to link that in with the phone somehow, and I don't know how to do that. Well, it should it should automatically do that. If the phone is paired, uh, and you press... Yeah. So be careful. Don't press the button on the blue ant that, that tells the blue ant what to do, like pair a new phone or anything. There should be a button okay. you just press, and it will, it will start the phone's um, voice recognition. It'll start it up listening. But the other thing is, um, you've obviously got your phone in a cradle because you have to legally. My question is, did you know? I think there's a driving mode on that phone. So if, right. if you um, if you go again into the apps, I think you'll find there's an app that looks like a steering wheel, and it'll take you into driving mode, which basically puts just four or five icons on the screen. It limits all the other garbage, and so you can only see what you need while you're driving. Which one of which could be the little microphone button that gives you the ability to then speak to the phone. All right, well, all right. I'll uh, I'll get on it. Have you have that. you been able to download many apps already, Tony? Oh no, not even one. Well, I'm just basic. Well, that's what I'm, you got. Uh, that's your next I'm happy big to thing. Be able to make calls and receive calls at the moment. But you've spent a lot of money on that phone, mate. So I would uh, I would start learning more. <laughs> um, and the yeah. thing thing you can do is go into the app store, the, and it's called on yeah. that phone. It's called Google Play, right? Yep. Yeah. Register an account. Go through the process, and just do me this favour. Don't skip anything. Read everything that it says. So when it says to you, do you really want to install this app because it lets you do this, this, and this, make sure you really want it to do that. And the other thing is before you install an app, make sure that you look at the ratings. Make sure that an app has a four- or five-star rating because if it's got less, the people that don't like it will tell you why they don't like it. And that's the best advice you can get is from other users. All right. All right, cool. So what was that side again? So it's called Google Play. It's one of your apps. Good. It's yep. uh, it's it's one of the apps in your phone already right now. It's Google Play. You register an account, and that's where you download your apps from, right there on the phone. Well, awesome. Thanks, mate. I'll get on it straight away. Good on you, Tony. Have a great uh, have a great week. Enjoy playing around with that phone, and thanks for getting in touch. No worries. The next time I have dramas, I'm going to call you back. That's the way to go. You can get in touch too. You can call the web call me one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or go to the website yourtechlife.com. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech tech Life with Trevor Long. So we talked uh, a few weeks ago about Optus's new My Plan series of plans, which essentially allowed you to to use more than you're allowed and not pay huge excess fees. And what what they did was launch these plans of kind of $50, $60, $80, those kind of things. And essentially, you had a certain amount of usage available. And if you went over that, <clears throat> you didn't pay per minute and per call, uh, oh, sorry, and per megabyte of data. 
you just were put onto the next plan up. But the important thing was at the end of the month, you were put back down to your normal plan. So you would never have $100 bill shock. You would only have a bump up to the next plan. Plus you get warning that it's happening via text message. Now, 50 was the lowest price my plan available. They, they launched uh, today or this week a $35 my plan. Now, the $35 my plan comes with 200 minutes of calls, and that's Optus' new way of charging for calls. So n- none of this value crap, just a number of minutes that's available, unlimited text messages, and 200 megabytes of data. Not, not a huge amount, but not actually all that much for, for the low-end user if you're new to smartphones. So a quite interesting plan, and essentially, if you if you get a, a text message saying your data's being used heavily, you pay five bucks and you get an extra three hundred meg of data. So you've got the option just to bump up to that next level. And if you need more calls, you pay another ten bucks for an extra two hundred and fifty minutes worth of calls. So you're bumping up to the next plan. Really simple stuff. And I caught up with the Optus CEO this week, and we talked about this, and we're talking about the fact that you know. Domestic bill shock isn't something that, that's even talked about. We talk about international bill shock like it's second nature, but it's actually a very small percentage of people that are affected by that. But you tell me, all right, send me an email, go to the website, yourtechlife.com or eftm.com.au uh, as it is now. Um, <clears throat> send, me a, send me an email, let me know about your last 12 months. I want to know how much you're paying for your bill every month. What's your plan? What's your cap? And I want to know how many times you paid more than that. So if you're on a $59 plan, how many times did you pay $65 or $75? If you're on a $40 plan, how many times did you pay $50 or $60 or more? I'd love to know real people's experiences in paying more than you expected to pay. And what I'd like to understand is whether or not these plans really will help those people. They're confident they will. And they're confident they're not some secret ripoff. Um, I actually believe that. I believe that this is simply a way to offer a better, more transparent service to customers. And that's not something you hear a lot from telcos, is it? So I wonder how this sits with you. And I really would like to hear from you. I'd love for you to send an email. Uh, just go to eftm.com.au. Click on, there's a huge, like big photo of me on the right-hand side of every page. You can't miss it. Plus, on the top of the screen, it says, email Trevor Long. Email me. Send me an email and just tell me, what's your plan? What's your plan? What are you meant to pay every month? And how many times in the last 12 months did you go over? Yeah, was it once? Was it every month? And what was the worst you went over? And was that only while you were in here in Australia? Did you, I mean, obviously, you went overseas. You might have had bill shock too. Really interested to hear from you because this is a hot topic, a very big topic right now. So I'd love to know how it pans out for you. I'd love to know what your experience is. Um, no one can tell me better than everyday people using their mobile phones. So um, let me know. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Send me an email. Click on the big mugshot of me and send me an email. Very easy. You don't have, you, you can say you're not available on Tuesdays. That's fine. I just want to get emails. I'd love to talk to a few people, but send me some emails. Let me know what's happened to you on your mobile plan, what you do pay and what you're expecting to pay and how it affects you each and every month. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. YourTechLife.com, the place to go to get in touch anything about technology. YourTechLife.com, or you can call 1-800-157-157. We'll talk problems, questions, issues, anything technology. YourTechLife.com. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Yusuf. 
G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Good, bud. What can I do for you? Oh, I um, managed to borrow my wife's Garmin watch on the weekend, and being the male that I am, I managed to lose it after the cycle. Hang on, hang on. She's yeah. an avid runner. And it's, loves- it's a watch. Sorry? Yeah, it's a watch. Yes. So it's a, it's one of those uh, yeah. sports watches, is it? Yeah, it's a Garmin 310 XT. Uh, mm. It's a multi-function watch, so you can run, swim, and ride. Good for triathlons. Mm. It's a very good watch. The, and, it's um, the it's the grey one with the the grey one with the orange kind of inset on the on the screen. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do you lose a watch, mate? Uh, just just be a male and not care. It can really um, come back and bite you in the bum, so to speak. I just don't understand. It's on your arm. Well, you take it off. It is a big unit. Um, it's not comfortable as a, an everyday watch. It's mm. more so a sports watch. So you're more conscious when you're um, running or cycling. So does she not know yet? Does she know that you've she lost it? She does not know I've lost it. Now, fortunately, she's been very sick and hasn't asked for the watch. I've told her I'm used to using it for the week. And um, it, it, once she finds out, I could be in the uh, doghouse. So it does need to be the multi-sport, does it? Not generally. She, she loves her running. She's a, more of a runner. I'm more okay. of a cyclist and a swimmer. Yeah, so because that's the thing, the 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 multi sport ones, as you say, they're they're pretty big, uh, they're pretty bulky. Um, the replacement multi sport would be the nine ten XT, which is about four hundred bucks, pretty pretty chunky unit, but does the whole kit and caboodle. But you know what? If you know, so when she's running, is she, is she just tracking the basic stuff, distance, pace, and those kind of things? Yeah, so she, what she generally does is after her run, she'll come and show me her split times or her, her times per kilometre. Right, yep. And she she likes that. She can, so she can get back after a month and say, I did the same run and my pace has improved yeah, by yeah, 30 right. seconds, so to speak. So, because there's actually one which is like half the price. It's only 150 bucks. It's called the Forerunner 10 from Garmin. Uh, and it's super. Like, there's all different colours would be the one suggestion I would give. Not that I'm being sexist, but... You know, she may want a want a pink one or a purple one or a green one. That's that's pretty cool. Then the uh, the other one to consider is, which I think is pretty cool, but it's like four hundred and fifty bucks. Is the Forerunner six ten, which has a touch screen on it, um, and does all the things you're talking about. So it really, mate, it honestly it just depends on your budget. What do you think you're going to have to shell out? Oh, look, I'll do anything to keep her running and keep her happy. Um, is the four ten? Is that that's not a touch screen? Is it? So the 410 isn't a touch screen. The 610 is a touch screen. So the 410 is, you know, pretty solid looking watch, a little, little bit more standard size. Um, I think it gathers kind of 30 bits of data while you're running around. It has the virtual paces. So it kind of, while you're running, you can actually pace yourself against it. Um, but I think even the, the Forerunner 10, which is the, the, um, the, the cheaper model, I would say, has the virtual pacer, so you can still keep up. So, you know, yeah, there, there is a fair bit of like. options. The other one, you know, so as I say, Garmin are a sponsor, so I'm, I'm telling you about them, but I also note that uh, TomTom are launching a range of um, sports watches uh, aside from their Nike Plus range. So there are those as well to consider, which... Um, which uh, I, I, my only concern with them is that they're, they're a bit bulky. They're probably not watch-like, which, you, which you're going to get with these Garmin. So to be honest, mate, you're looking at between 150 and, and kind of 450. The the Forerunner 410, 410, is probably the middle of the range, $400. Very nice unit. It does wireless uploads. Um, 
So probably the pick of the bunch in terms of budget. And probably the best bet, then they can get more different or different colours. That would suit her a lot better. Yeah, the the number ten, the the number ten, the forerunner ten. It's only one hundred and forty nine dollars, mate. You could buy two of them. <laughs> you want one in each colour, yeah, uh, and, and she'd be happy. One for, so, one for yeah, well, there you go. Uh, you can get a black one, and or, yeah. mate, you might you might want the pink one. I'm, I don't want to judge you. <laughs> I might not lose it that way. I think you might want to uh, pull your finger out though and uh, get it because you know as soon as she's better, she's going to want to go for a run. I'll definitely have to do that. I'll probably get onto it tonight then. All right, mate. Well, you go and get one and uh, let me know what she thinks of it. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good on you, Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks for getting in touch, and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or you can call 1-800-157-157. We checked out the latest Garmin uh, GPS systems. We just talked about Garmin, and I did mention they're a sponsor of of the show, have been for a long time, and I appreciate their support. The Garmin Nuvi range offer you free lifetime maps, and there's even free lifetime maps and traffic built into a lot of these new devices. So if you look at the Garmin 3597, the Garmin 2597, let's click on that. Let's have a look at the Garmin 2597 on their website at garmin.com.au. It's $199 Australian uh, recommended retail. And this offers free lifetime maps and traffic right out of the box. And you've got the split-screen view of both the lanes ahead that you need to be in and the lane um, map above. Uh, it's a five-inch screen, dual orientation, so you can have it up, um, straight up and down, or left and right, as you might might imagine. Um, Garmin real direction, so it'll tell you turn left at the church, or turn right at the petrol station. This is the kind of thing that's nice and easy. And detailed maps of Australia and New Zealand with free lifetime updates, voice-activated navigation, which is just such a great thing. You just speak to it, say Garmin, navigate to Wurunga, and you just tell it what you want to do, and it walks you through it. The Garmin uh, 2597 features Garmin Traffic to help you spend more time on the move. With Garmin Traffic, your driving map remains on the screen and traffic alerts appear to the side of your map and the messengers are spoken to. Garmin Traffic gives you details about the situation, such as how many minutes of delay to expect, if there's any possible detours, and it can even confirm whether or not you're on the fastest route. So it's fantastic. It's voice activated using the power of your voice. And don't forget those real... Spoken turn-by-turn directions, easy-to-understand directions that guide you like a friend. Using recognisable landmarks, buildings and traffic lights. No more stress from trying to read street names. I was thinking the other day, maps like these and your Google Maps and all that, they don't, they don't have the big dot for the, for the traffic lights or the circle for the, for the roundabouts like you used to get in the old uh, Refidex, the UBD. Anyone notice that? So Garmin Real Directions actually says, left of the next traffic lights. Garmin.com.au for more information. Check them out. Garmin.com.au Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, I mentioned curved TV screens, and we talked about this back at uh, CES in January, and uh, I think earlier this year, too, when LG announced their TVs, they had Ewan McGregor here. They also talked about their, their curved screen. Now, LG have announced this week that their OLED, organic light emitting guides, OLED, um, which is just super, super, super thin, um, curved screen, would be going on sale within weeks. And it would cost, we think, around 15 grand. Well, that's going to be a problem for them because Samsung have announced that theirs is on sale now and it's available for $10,999. So 
So this all-new OLED, which is, as I say, organic light-emitting diode, just a slightly curved screen. It's ever so slight, but it's ever so obvious when you're looking at it. And if you're just one person sitting in front of the TV, it's staggeringly beautiful. And I had this conversation with Stephen Fennick on, on Two Blokes Talking Tech. I've got to say, it's got this. The Samsung has this beautiful artistic frame they've built it into, just like their big, hundred and ten inch, forty thousand dollar, blooming, you know, ultra HD TV. And I said, you know what? I reckon if money was no object, I reckon I'd take the curved screen for eleven grand, over, instead of the forty thousand dollar big one. Just because it's just so, so different. It's all well and good to say to your mates, I've got the biggest TV in the world and it cost me 40 grand, but how many people have seen a curved screen, let alone have bought one? And I've got to say, 10 grand, 11 grand, is actually quite affordable, you know, for what this is. This piece of technology is only going to cost $11,000. They also announced they'll be releasing a 55-inch ultra-high definition, Samsung this is, at, at, at five grand, um, which is cheap compared to Sony, and a 65-inch ultra-high definition at seven grand. Again, cheap compared to Sony. So there's actually some real price competitiveness in the market. So I guess we'll see a bit of fluctuation on RRP versus actual sale price in the coming weeks and months at your big retailers. But... Um, very interesting stuff. No price on the LG, no exact date, but they'll be working bloody hard um, to push it out. I actually think, even though the, the Samsung has this kind of artistic screen, I think that, that the LG looks better because they've got this kind of clear base to them and the screen just looks like it's sitting up, um, whereas the Samsung looks like it's kind of suspended within this frame. So personal opinion, I think the LG physically, in terms of the design of the, of the box, looks beautiful. Um, picture quality wise they're amazing and remember too the Samsung has that um, the Samsung's have that dual view as well where you can actually watch two different programs at the same time with glasses unbelievable stuff you're listening to Your Tech Life now this is an interesting one to me Dick Smith customers can now not only find a phone in their stores but they can also get a plan to suit their needs now these are not Dick Smith Mobile Dick Smith have just inter. Uh, done a partnership with a company called Think Mobile, who I frankly have never heard of before. And they're making available a couple of plans on both the uh, Telstra and Vodafone networks. Now, interesting to me because of a couple of things. I didn't know anyone else was reselling the Telstra network. So that is absolute news to me. And also Vodafone, I thought they were getting rid of wholesalers. So I'm a bit nervous about that side of things, but let's move over from that at the moment. Um the ultimate plans, which are fifty nine ninety five, are on the Vodafone network, and the classic plans, which are fifty bucks, are on the Telstra network. So let's talk about the Telstra. On the Telstra network, for fifty dollars over twenty four months, zero dollars up front, you can get a pretty nice phone: the Motorola Razr HD, Samsung Galaxy Express, some some nice phones. If you go to the Vodafone network with the Think Mobile Swift three G Ultimate, which is fifty nine ninety five over twenty four months, you get four gig of data. And you get a Samsung Galaxy S4 Active, a Note 2 or, or Galaxy S3, a whole stack of great phones, the HTC One included. Um, all part of your contract there, 60, 60 bucks a month. Pretty darn good for, for 4 gig of data, but it's only 3G. So the, the, the battle we're seeing at the moment is not price as much as actually, do you want 3G or do you want 4G? I'm not fussed, if I'm honest. I can live without 4G, so I'm prepared to pay less 
or I'm prepared to pay a little bit more and get a stack of data. So for me, I'm still thinking boost, $40 a month, unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and, and I think it's 3 gig of data. 3 gigs, plenty for me. I still think even though it's only 3G, I think it's better. So I'd be interested to know your thoughts on that as well. Um, I'd love to hear what you think. So go to eftm.com.au, click on the big mugshot of me, and send me an email. Dick Smith selling uh, selling plans as well as phones, and, and they've also released a whole range of other things. You can now buy travel sims at Dick Smith. Um, these are these SIM cards we've talked about before that, that get you uh, international roaming, essentially. There's the, the, the GPS, sorry, the GP satellite uh, messenger, which is using GPS and messaging $199. It's a very cool thing for bushwalkers and the like. There's also a satellite telephone, $419 plus your subscription to your phone calls and everything. But in October, this in-reach two-way satellite communicator, very interesting product. And um, they're also uh, adding in the Global Gig Hotspot, which we've talked about as well, because I've, I've used that overseas, um, which is great for, for uh, probably four or five countries around the world. And this one I don't understand. The sat sleeve, uh, you attach the sat sleeve to an iPhone, and with a free app you turn your smartphone into a satellite phone for coverage in the most remote areas. So it still requires a subscription to the satellite service, but... That's very cool. $849 is an add-on. That's one heck of an accessory. Uh, plus, they're offering mobile phone insurance. So a big play from Dick Smith into the mobile space, postpaid mobile plans. There are SIM-only plans as well. Um, frankly, far too complicated to even try and explain to you, but starting from $12 a month on Vodafone and $15 a month on Telstra, uh, BYO, sim, uh, BYO phone and SIM only plans available too from Dick Smith. So interesting times. Check them out um, at Dick Smith and I'll try and write about them at eftm.com.au. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Yourtechlife.com, the place to go to get in touch. Anything about technology, questions, problems, issues, or you just want to chinwag about anything in the, the world of technology that you have, uh, jump on the blower, 1-800-157-157, or you can send me an email. Go to the website, yourtechlife.com. Let's go back to the calls. G'day, Vincent. Hey, g'day, champion. How are you? Good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, mate, I've, um, I've, I have a, a plan with Optus uh, for my mobile phone, mm-hmm. and it was recently updated, and they've kindly given me a beautiful little uh, Sony Xperia phone. Oh, very nice. But I'm a, little bit, um, I'm a little bit in the dark about how to actually get all the functions to work, but I'm really a little bit uh, limited. I'm so sorry about that. Hey, what are you apologising to me for? Uh, I didn't sell you the phone. Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, um, I'm I'm a little bit staggered. It's, it's interesting because you're you're not the first person this week I've spoken to with that same problem, and I, I it it strikes me that this is going to be a growing problem because if you think about it, smartphones have been around for a couple of years. The people that buy them first are the people that are most likely to know how to use them, and then people like you come along when you're off contract and and you want to sign up again and they want to give you a new phone and you just you just end up with a smartphone. Is that pretty much how it happened for you? It is. Uh, I, I used to have an old Nokia. Uh, well, to me, it was an older Nokia brand, which I knew back to front. Mm-hmm. And uh, and with this, uh, you know, this Sony Xperia phone, like even simple things to me, like um, texting. Mm-hmm. Um, basic text I can do, but if I want to actually, I'm not sure that I can copy and paste. 
Um, also, little things like you're not going to believe it. I, I'm paying in my in my plan for a whole lot of a whole bunch of uh, extras, including um, internet. I would I would think, yeah. but I haven't yet once been able to go on internet. So I'm not sure how to do it. So when you say, I mean, you've got a computer at home. You're across the internet broadly, yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I thought it was okay, but the phone just just throws me. Um, if you go back a bit, well, when iPods came out, I've never been able to actually download um, like podcasts and things. Yeah. So I, I wasn't doing that before. So even um, if I wanted to sort of uh, podcast your program and, mm. and listen to it later, I can't even do that on the phone. So so, so here's what I do, <clears throat> and I said this earlier to yep. someone else. The the good thing is, mate, you really can't do anything wrong. You can't break it. So, so don't fear the phone. Right. Don't don't fear using it right. because there's very little you can do wrong other than frustrate yourself. Okay, so you're, you're right. You can copy and paste. You can get on the internet, but do them do do things one at a time. So don't don't try and learn it all. Just try and do one thing at a time. Now, I I can't tell you how to do those things in two minutes, but let me give you a couple of tips. So copy uh-huh. and paste. One of the things about these smartphones is obviously they're just touch screen. So whether you're on a website or whether you're in a text message, normally, if you press and hold your finger on a word, then after a couple of seconds, so you hold your finger on, so press and hold, then the word will highlight. And then you'll get kind of two markers at the start and the end of the word, and you can drag those markers. Once you take your finger off, you can drag those markers to to expand the area of, of, of selection, or there might be a button that appears that says select all or something like that. And when you click select okay. all, then another menu will appear. And, and the problem is it's meant to be intuitive, but it's not. There'll be an icon that kind of represents cut or copy. And you might need to work out which ones they are. But bugger eyes around with it and oh. you will soon work it out. I think I've had a little bit of fear as in, and, and not wanting to do the wrong thing and then, then got into a bigger hole. I'm so silly. Yeah, well, no, it's not silly at all. It's just simply a matter of saying to yourself, oh, I can't actually break this thing. As I said to an earlier caller, the worst thing you can do is change the language on the phone from English to Spanish or to Russian and then not know how to get it back. That, that would be a nightmare. But, but that's, oh, that's, not, that's not somewhere you're going to go. So with the text, yep. play around with it. With the internet, there's, there's most yep. likely just a very clear like, picture of a globe on the home screen, on the, on the very screen that's there when you, when you slide to unlock it. All you've got to do is press that internet icon. And, and you are on the internet. And from there, you've just got to go to the website you want to go to. It's very easy to do. Have Have you got an email set up on it yet? Um, no, I haven't. Do you have a, a Gmail account or what sort of email do you have? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I have OptusNet uh, for my normal business life and my yep. personal life. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I did have a Gmail account ages ago for, um, because we used to, well, it sounds crazy. I don't know why I forgot. But I used to have an iPhone. Yep. iPhone 4, a couple of three years ago. Yeah. And I can remember going into OptiShop there and they kindly helped me by setting up a Gmail account. Yes, right. Well, and, and, but I can't remember what, what, I can't remember what, what it is now. Don't worry about it because it doesn't matter. You've got an OptusNet account. Just use that. So here's the other yep. thing. You've got a computer at home. And, and again, I, I, f- yep. I feel like I, I'm, I'm telling you to, to find your own answers, but I, I believe that discovery is the best way of learning. Um, and I oh, think that what, yeah. what you should do is, as I said, don't try and learn everything, right? Just try and learn one thing and learn it well, and then the next week yes. try something else and the next week, etc. Now, what I would do is, is trust the Internet. Trust Google, for example. And as I said to an earlier caller... Just say to Google, literally go to google.com and type in the screen, uh, 
yeah. something like how to set up my OptusNet mail on my Sony Android phone. And if you ask a very clear, oh. verbose question, you may find <laughs> someone has answered that question for you somewhere. Oh, wow. And, 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 and Trevor, may I ask you very kindly, um, that plus the copy and paste plus also I mentioned to the, the podcast, yes. I can do the same thing. I can ask Google the whole thing. Exactly. So the podcast is, is your next big, okay. next big problem. That's going to get you into app territory. Now, you do need to, to, to open up the Google Play icon, which gets you into where they, where they buy and sell all the apps, okay? Now, Google Play will uh-huh. require you to have a, a login. You'll have to sign up and you'll have to put a credit card down and all those different things because some apps cost a dollar or whatever. But once you're in there, just, again, think of it like a store. Think of it like a shop and you're searching for something, you want to buy something. And my recommendation to you for podcasts is an app called Pocket Casts. One word, Pocket Casts. And it's a... C-A-S-T-S. That's it. It's built by an Aussie company in Adelaide. Um, they do a bloody good job. Yep. It's really easy to use, and it will remind you when there's new podcasts. It'll do everything for you. It's fantastic. So, But to be honest, that's a month oh. away, mate. Don't even think about going there until you've got the basics down pat. You've got three pieces <laughs> oh, of homework. You're so kind to me, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, you've got three pieces of homework for the month of September, okay? And they are to learn <laughs> to copy and paste well. They are to learn easily yep. to get on the internet, and they are to get your OptusNet yes. email working on that phone. Yes. And and Vincent, oh, I'm not going to help you until you can email me from that phone. All right? I don't think you should be well, podcasting. I, I, well, I've, I've got a few weekends in front of me, thanks to you, okay? Good exactly. On you. All right, Vincent. Well, um, oh. good, good on you. Good luck. Don't fear it. Um, enjoy it. Embrace it oh. and learn from it, okay? Because you'll, you'll be fine, mate. Hey, You've, you, you'll, you'll manage hey, through. Don't worry. Oh, hey, mate. I've been a bit scared, so thanks for great. Thank you for getting to my first, my first steps, okay? Thank you. No worries, mate. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. I'll email you in about three or four weeks, okay? That's the plan. You email me from the smartphone, okay? That's the one. That's Good the on one, you, Vincent. Jimmy. Good on you. Good on you. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or call 1-800-157-157. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Lots uh, to talk about there this week, and I hope you got it all in. And uh, don't forget, I'd love to hear from you about your mobile plan, what you're paying, how many times you've paid more, because Bill Shock is real people. Uh, and it's tough to deal with. Uh, you can get in touch. Go to the website eftm.com.au, uh, or of course uh, you can get in touch on the phone one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Leave a message. I will get back to you. Uh, and of course you can follow me on Twitter. Go to at trevorlong twitter.com forward slash trevorlong. Um, Instagram as well. Other different things, but whatever. Twitter's where it's at. Um, plus you can follow your tech life on Twitter at your tech life and also at eftm. So I'm there. I'm everywhere. Happy to help, and uh, do get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au, and look for the link to email me. Very easy. I'd love to hear from you, and most importantly, uh, answer those questions that you've got about anything technology. Um, Look forward to hearing from you uh, in the next week and having you potentially on the show next week or definitely talking about those things we've raised this week, including mobile plans. It's important to everyone. Let me know what happens to you.